Hey there, I'm Alyssa Batt, the host of Priorities on Purpose, a podcast for overwhelmed direct sellers who want to grow their income, audience, and influence without sacrificing their mental health and main priorities. Whether you're just starting a new adventure or you're 15 years in and have already climbed the ranks, I want to help you have the life and the business of your dreams. Can you see it? Can you feel it? Or maybe you thought you had it and something changed. Whether you have your entire dream mapped out or have completely given up on all the possibilities, I'm here to remind you that God is bigger than the little box we put him in. This side gig is part of his plan. It's not your sole purpose, but it absolutely has purpose. As a Christian life and business coach, I'm here to help you get out of your head and live with intention so you can enjoy what matters most without the guilt. More time to do what you love, more peace, more impact, more money, and opportunities to give to those you want to help. I promise to be your hype girl, business bestie, and biggest cheerleader as I share proven and simple strategies that will be sure to help you live a fulfilled life with a strong, sustainable business. Are you ready to stop chasing all the shiny things and get laser focused? Put your earbuds in while you're cooking dinner or folding that laundry and let's get to it, friend. This is one time when multitasking is actually going to be beneficial. Hey, so for episode 20, I thought it would be great for you to hear me and my friend Tori chat about the superwoman cycle. This is something that I talk about all of the time. And I just made up the name. I don't know what it's really called. It might have a name, but it is definitely a thing. And... It's where we like have this high and we're like, we're super excited and we think we can do all the things and we overcommit and then we end up like failing ourselves and everyone else because we shouldn't have committed to doing it in the first place. And then we let people down and then we feel bad about it. And then we're exhausted because we tried to do all the things. And it's just this cycle that repeats over and over and over. So listen in to this quick episode of me and my friend Tori as we chat about it and how to break that cycle and have a more sustainable life. Okay, so the superwoman cycle, I think that is definitely something that you're struggling with. And I like, I'm going to give you some examples of when I was Definitely in that superwoman cycle. And we do it not only in business, we also do it in life. And so we have this moment, and I honestly don't know if it's the depression anxiety that causes this or if it's just a a woman thing when we like, you know, our hormone cycle, because that's a thing too, or if it's all people. But I know it happens for me, and I can guarantee you it happens for you too, Tori, because you struggle with depression, anxiety, and all of that stuff, right? And so right. um, how it looks is like when you're on the high, you're like, I can do all the things. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. And then you will sometimes, that high will last long enough that you actually can execute some of it. And when right. you're executing some of it, you basically, at the end of the day, you crash and burn. And then you start the shame part of the cycle, where it's like, why did I think I could do that? I'm such a failure. People are going to think I'm a fake. People are going to think I'm inconsistent because you are. 
when you're in that cycle and you're not aware of it and using self-control and discipline, you will look like you're inconsistent because you are inconsistent. Right. But it's not really your fault because you don't even know you're doing it. Right. But it's it's a form of self-sabotage. So I really want you to think, and I'm going to give you some examples. In direct selling, I know for me, I would come up with like an incentive. We're going to do this and we're going to do that. And, you know, I would even get on the phone with my leaders and I would be like, okay, we're going to have an impromptu meeting. Can you meet me tonight? We're going to talk through all this stuff, you know, and like, I didn't know at the time, but that was like very overwhelming for them. <laughs> but also, you know, like I got, I, you know, I was trying to get the buy-in. I, like, I spent all of this time doing this thing that I was going to crash and burn before it could even work. And so that's a business idea. Or I would do that with my customers. So like you saying like, you know, you're going to do some drop ship stuff with like boutique clothing and stuff like that. That very much could be part of the superwoman cycle where you go into like, oh, this, you know, because it is a good idea. It may not be for you at all. Or it might not be for you right now, but right. those are questions that you have to ask yourself to get out of that cycle and remain in control and not fall on your face and start the cycle all over again. Right. And so some other examples that I've done, like just in life, I would plan like a big get together or talk to my kids about like a vacation. We're going to go on vacation and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. I mean, I have Pinterest boards full of ideas from when I was in my superwoman cycle of we can do all the things, you know, sometimes it is spending money that you don't have. Sometimes it's definitely over promising what you're actually going to be able to deliver. We, I would say like, why don't we have a sleepover and all your kids, all your friends can come over and we're going to have like an amazing day. And I forget, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Like, so I tell them that. And then I realize uh, our schedule is pretty full already. When will I have time to do this? Like, I don't stop to think about those things. Right. Like, I'm talking and saying it out loud and planning it before I've even had time to process the thoughts. Right. So that is what the superwoman cycle is. And so, what you have to do is really start asking yourself questions when you're in that so you can become aware and plan it. So that, like you said before we started recording, you know now, like that's something to put on paper. It's not something for now. Right. And so in that, I want you to, when you have those cycles, recognize it for what it is and remember that... You're on a high right now. And it sounds like we're bipolar, but we're not bipolar. Like this just is a thing. Like it's right. absolutely a thing. I mean, some of us might be bipolar and I can only imagine it's worse. But I know like in those moments, I'm like, am I bipolar? I don't know. But I'm not bipolar because I've been to the doctor just to make sure. But in that high, like we just bite off more than we can chew. And then it just starts this whole thing of falling on our face, crashing right. and burning, because number one, we try to do it all and then we become exhausted. We can't stick with our main priorities or the things that we've already committed to because now we've added this other thing to our plate. And before you know it, there's too many balls in the air and you're dropping things and 
again, it's just a cycle. So questions to ask yourself in this is when you have like this big idea and it's not a part of your plan already, you have to ask yourself, am I in the cycle? Does this align with where I already knew I was going? Will this serve me or my vision for where I'm going? And then sleep on it for holidays. Right. The other thing that I find for those of us who struggle with depression and anxiety is this lack mindset. We talk about the lack mindset a lot when it comes to like money. But I think for us to struggle with depression and anxiety, it shows up in that as well. Because when we're having a really good day and our brain seems to be firing properly and working, we'll stay up till 4 a.m. to do everything we possibly can because we don't know when we're going to have that day again. Right. Does that sound very familiar? Uh Uh-huh. Probably where the dropshipping idea spiraled from. Yeah. So we have this like, you know, stay up till 4 a.m. getting everything done because in the back of our mind, whether we know it or not, we are thinking, I got to get it all done because I don't know if I wake up tomorrow, I'm going to have a good day or a bad day. Right. And so then like, what? that's not sustainable, basically, is what I want you to know. That's not sustainable. And we have to trust the process and you know my goal is always for you to be working on your mental health as well but for the sustainability you have to trust the process remain disciplined and know like the best chance for you to have a good day tomorrow is to shut it off go to bed get some sleep and start expecting, like, recognize that you're in that that lack mindset of, I don't know when I'm going to have a good day again. I got to get all this done. Recognize that's where you're coming from in those thoughts. And then just be very disciplined to flip the script and say, if I shut off now and go to bed and work on my mental health and do the things that are necessary for that, I will have more good days than bad days. Right. But if you stay in that same cycle, you're going to have more bad days because you're not prioritizing your health, rest, and the things that are going to be helpful for your brain. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to move on from that now, but I just felt like that was so important for you to hear because I know that you, you and I struggle with a lot of the same things. Right. And staying up till 4 a.m. to get everything done. Like, I know I've done it and I know you've done it too. And it's hard as an entrepreneur to clock out. Right. Which it sounds like you are doing better in that. Yes. Very much. But I'm going to call this out because I can already, like, ah, girl, I know you because you are me. Do you ever? 
not worry about clocking out because you are worried, like you're finally like energized and excited to do business stuff. And so you're afraid to clock out because if you were to stop focusing on the business stuff, like you won't want to do it again. Like, yeah, you struggle with that. Not as much as I used to, but it's still like it's still in the back of my head. Some days, like on the days that I'm having really good days and I'm getting a lot done, at the end of the day, I'm like, I don't want to quit because if I quit, what if tomorrow, like you said, is not a good day? What if tomorrow I don't feel like doing anything? And so that is hard for me. Yeah. Well, I know when I was first, like I was struggling with when I was working on business stuff, I just felt so much guilt because I felt like I was missing stuff with my family. I wanted to be with my family and like I wanted to quit. Like I was suffering from so much burnout and this was obviously in the direct sell, like when I was doing the direct sales stuff, which actually making this decision led to me quieting my mind to hear God again to move forward in what I'm doing currently. But in that, at that time, and you may have heard this because I've talked about it a lot, I was telling my business coach, like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I hate it. Like, I just want to be with my family again. And that came to this conversation of clocking out. And he's like, well, do you have business hours? Do you set? And I was like, I can't set business hours because I'm all over the place. I need to be flexible. I don't, you know, sometimes I'm working this time. Sometimes I'm working at this time and blah, 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 blah. And in that conversation, what I got from it was number one, I had all kinds of thoughts about setting business hours and I had a lot of resistance. I did not want to do it. I had resisted it for over 10 years. Like, I'm not setting business hours. I need to be there for when people need me, blah, 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 all of that. And I left that call trusting him. Uh, shout out to Mark Carr. I left that call trusting him with the process and knowing, like, okay, there was so much fear because I was like, these are some of the thoughts I had. People are going to think I'm not showing up for them. If I set business hours, People are going to think I'm not showing up for them. People are going to think that I'm not serious about my business. People are going to think I'm letting them down. And then, of course, the I won't ever want to come back to it because I'm actually loving my life not doing business stuff. And as someone who was a stay-at-home mom before direct sales and before I really like took that on, like, I missed my life of not having any worries. Like, I mean, I had worries, but I didn't feel all that pressure of so many people expecting something from me or feeling like I had to show up for all those people. I just felt this pressure. And a lot of that was something I put on myself that wasn't actually even there. And I learned that. But so anyways, that whole conversation with Mark, my coach, I trusted the process and I went straight to my leaders and I told my leaders, I'm terrified to do this. I just want to let you know, this is what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to have business hours. I'm clocking in, clocking out. And 
I just want you to know, like, this scares me. And basically, I was pulling back a little bit instead of being all in, which I hate that term, by the way, because you can be all in and it not look like what you think other people think it should look like. Like, I can be all in during this time frame and then be all in with my family because let's be real. I should be all in with my family more than I am this business. And that the term all in just to me has a lot of shame around it. So I don't like that term all in because you can be all in and you should have boundaries very much with boundaries. Yes. So all of my leaders, though, were like, thank you. You have been overwhelming us for so long because we can't keep up with you. And I was like, really? So me trusting my coach and making that decision was like a pivotal moment that was huge for everybody. And my fears were like made up fears. I was still able to serve. And what it did was it allowed me to rest and it allowed me to reset my priorities and realign things the way it should be so that I wasn't struggling with the burnout as much. So when I was in my office working like, okay, this is business time clock out, go inside. And this is why I tell people, stop working from your phone. Right. Because when you're working from your phone, and sometimes I know it has to happen, but when you're working from your phone, it's a very easy habit to like become addicted to just right. doing it without thinking about it. And so when I, like, I normally will leave my planner in my office, everything in here. So when I leave here, I'm done. Right. I have to, and I will do my best to not walk out here again, because if I know, I know that if I walk out here, I'm going to want to work when I'm not supposed to be working. Right. And so this really is like just a, it's a process. I still get sucked into the hustle hard and work all the time thing because working is something that I absolutely love to do. I know right. working is something you love to do. And I think we started this whole conversation because of the fear of like, but I really am in the mood to work right now. I should probably do all the work and get it all done because right. tomorrow I might be not wanting to work and I just want to spend time with my family. Right. It's an issue of uh, self-control. And discipline. And as a Christian, God has equipped you with the fruits of the Spirit. Do you know what one of the fruits of the Spirit is? Self-control. Yes. And so if that's an area that you struggle with, you can pray about it and ask God to help you in that area. Um, right. I don't know if you've listened to episode 18 of the podcast yet. It's the one I do. Uh so far behind on podcasts. Okay, just listen to episode 18 because I talk about me doing like fruits of the spirit audit. And because I always thought like that meant you you got some of the fruits. I never knew that you were supposed to have all the fruits. Right. And that's how like that's what God gives us. That's what his promise says. And so I kind of did an audit of the fruits of the spirit and like, do I have this? Do I not have this? You know, all of that. 
And gentleness, and you know, because you know me really well, is not something that I have been really good at. Like gentleness is not like I would have been like, yeah, I don't got that fruit. Like that fruit is not in my body whatsoever. And so for the last six months, I've been praying for God to help me be more gentle and believing for him to do that. And in episode 18, I talk about that. So I can't remember where it is in the episode. It is a longer episode, but just that little tidbit nugget, I think, pray for self-control because he will give it to you because his right. word says he will. But sometimes right. we don't know what to look for. Therefore, we don't do it. Right. You know, like we just think it is what it is because it's the way it's always been. Right. And that's not the way it has to be. Things can change. Hey, friends, that's it for this episode. If you found value, I would love it if you could take a couple of seconds and leave me a quick review. While it may seem super simple, it is so beneficial and gives me the opportunity to help more women. Also, take a screenshot and share it on social media with your biggest aha today. Don't forget to tag me at Melissa Bad Official so we can connect. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, friend, keep walking it out one baby step at a time because God's got you.